back to the Creating Wealth and Wellness podcast with me, Tara Misseldine, and my dearest friend, Amanda Kingsley. Today, we are going to take you on a journey where freedom is cultivated through personal development, where women connect to fuel their futures, and where wealth is created as a byproduct of being well. And today, we're going to talk about friendship, specifically friendship amongst women, friendship with women. Hi, Amanda. <laughs> my dear 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 friend what are you grateful for today oh um we've been having beautiful weather and i just we created this space on our deck that a few years ago and it just feels like a little room out there and i love sitting out there and sucking up the warm weather and clear it's been clear and just beautiful it's just been beautiful mm. oh my gosh I oh, also, oh my word Wait a second. I'm really excited too, because this weekend I'm going to a, a, my favorite music festival of the year. So, Ooh, fun. Is that Green River? Yeah. Nice. I yeah. know a lot of people that are going there. My very good friend, Megan, speaking of friendship with, with women, she's, yeah. she is a wonderful sweetheart. She is a beautiful jewelry artist. Cool. Um, and she has a booth at the Green River. Oh. So see if you can find her and say hello and yeah. check out her stuff. It's really really unique and special cool super minimal gorgeous actually we can link to her etsy store or whatever she has for I, i'll it's find it and link i got it. earrings at green river fest last year i lost one of them and it broke my heart oh uh, no. my dad actually bought them for me we were walking through together i wonder if it was one of hers oh man well i'll try to find her and put her in the show notes because she's, cool. she's really a wonderful artist okay so my gratitude today is for presents Mm, um, like jewelry from Megan? No. Well, she's, mm, that'd be a very valuable present. Um, and appreciated, Megan, if you're listening. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> um, so no, but I'm like looking around my office and I'm wrapped in this amazing like wool shawl that was given to me because my office air conditioning is like fritzy and it's 61 degrees in here. And while yeah. I love being cold, I mean, well, I love being cool. I'm straight up cold, but not in this amazing, like alpaca wool, gorgeous shawl. So, but then I look around and like, there's so many presents that I have in here. People grace me with presents often. That is not to say that I will not take as many more presents as want to come my way. I am not shy about getting re receiving presents. Is that one of your love languages? <laughs> I think it might be. It's definitely my daughter's. Even like she'll come up to me with like a leaf or a weed from the backyard and be like, "I got this just for you." <laughs> uh, but it might be. I'm not sure. So we are going to talk about friendships with women today, and this is very near and dear to my heart. And I know that we've mentioned it numerous times in other podcasts, um, and we have a somewhat related podcast episode where we talk about this for quite a bit, but it was in regards to something else. And I know that it struck a chord with a lot of listeners. And this was like in our first 10 episodes. Mm. Um, and many, I mean, so many of our listeners are women, primarily women and ambitious women at that women who have big things on their plates and we're going places and we're doing things and, you know, we've, we're, we are being, um, and many of us, I think, have a history of not finding it easy to be friends with other women. <laughs> and that was a lot of the feedback that we got during that other episode. So many people wrote me directly, talked to me in person if they were local, um, and just really resonated with that experience of 
um, that it took work to really figure out how to have really close dynamic relationships with other women. Is that true for you? Oh, about a thousand percent. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So we could either unpack that, you know, why, like, why is it so hard for so many of us, um, you know, who, and the interesting thing to me is like the women who were saying this are women that I find it very easy to be friends with right now. These are amazing women, yeah. you know, amazing, generous, driven. They, they are women that are bringing their gifts to the world. And these are the women that most closely resonated with that. Why is that? I mean, one of those things, like, are you really going to say this on air? But, um, <laughs> I don't feel like I really truly understood friendship with women until I found entrepreneurship. Mm. Oh, interesting. I mean, I have, and I have a few dear friends who I've always been friends with and I value and I love them and um, it's amazing. But my history in friendship has really been mostly with men until entrepreneurship. And I feel like it gave me the freedom to be who I really am. And I don't feel like I had that until I turned like 35 and found network marketing. Like that was the first time I really felt like I had permission to be me as a woman. And that was when I started attracting other women Mm. who were being them. And I was like, Oh, these are some sweet friendships. Like, we get to both show up as who we are and go places that I never, ever went with women before. Um, so this is super fascinating to me. And I, I've been an entrepreneur for essentially my whole adult life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I find this really, really fascinating. So why, like, why do you think that, why do you think that those connections didn't happen with women prior to entrepreneurship? I think it's cultural. Honestly, I think it goes back to women's oppression. And I think women are incredibly powerful, deep thinking, feeling, um, soulful beings. And we've been so much has been squashed out of us culturally. Um, that many of us have just lost our way. Like we don't, like that the world doesn't, our culture that we live in primarily doesn't teach us to understand who we are and how we want to relate with people other than to compare ourselves to others, right? Like that's the big cultural message women get is like, how do you come? How do you compare to other people? Like mm, how, that's where my brain was going to the comparison yeah. competition thing. And it's like, I do believe we're all here to be of service. But the cultural message that women get about being of service is very different than the one that, Ugh. um, the one that I believe is true for all of humanity, mm-hmm. like very different than like, it's your job to, take care of the kids and do the cooking and the cleaning and the, I don't know. I just think like we've been squashed as women. And when you're squashed as women, it makes it really hard to connect with other women. 
Mm-hmm. Because, At least in really positive ways. It, it, yeah. Commiseration doesn't necessarily feed a very healthy friendship. No. You know. No. And it's not true to who we are. Like, mm-hmm. it opens doors for growth sometimes, but it it's not it doesn't feed who we are at our soul. And so the drama and the complaining and the like nagging and the gossiping and like so much of what I've seen. And the undermining. Yeah. Oh, awful, awful, awful. Okay. So you've said too many things in the last few sentences that have triggered me to want to share another podcast that I've recently found in Really fallen in love with. Oh my God, am I glad that she has arrived on the scene? And it's relatively new. And oh my word, I can't remember her actual name except the name of the podcast. Oh, Vanessa Rodriguez, maybe. Um, but her her podcast is called Feed Your Wild. Mm. And one of the most recent episodes um, is this amazingly brilliant woman who has devoted her entire life last. 40 years or something. Um, she was a Harvard professor and mm-hmm. left the establishment because it wasn't conducive to the research she wanted to do, which was revealing suppressed women's histories. Mm. Um, and it is a fascinating mm. episode, but just the work that this, this woman is doing in her podcast is really awesome and speaks to so many things that you said, like women haven't had permission to, to be what women are supposed to be in our culture for a while. And it's really hard to embrace that about you when you're afraid that it's somehow, you know, for so much of my youth, I I felt like the things that I was driven to do made me unladylike. Yeah. So all of my friendships were with men because I resonated with their ambitions, their permissions, you know, so much of that. Um, and I didn't aspire to a lot of the things that were feminine mm-hmm. in my very early days. Um, and I, I, like I, the color blush, like the color blush. Yeah. <laughs> that, that podcast is going to keep coming back. No, well, it's an, it's an oldie and a goodie. <laughs> it's definitely like, it'll have to be in our best of 2018. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Oh, hey, that's a good idea. We should do like a best of yeah, 2018 totally compilation mm-hmm. episode with like all of our favorite quotes of the this year's episodes. Oh, that would be so fun. I'm going to write that to my assistant. Um, yeah, so I, I feel like that's part of why I had such a hard time having friendships with women because I didn't, I, I didn't like aspire to the same things that I thought women were, were supposedly aspiring to. Yeah. And it wasn't until I met women who were also aspiring to the same things that I realized like, oh, this narrative, yeah, really wrong. Like this is not, this isn't woman. This isn't womanhood, (laughs) you know? Um, And I think the more of us that are like claiming that for ourselves, the easier it's becoming um, to, to locate those friendships because that's so many women, you know? I think that the episode we did a little while back called Feeling Your Feelings, I think is a really big piece of it too. Mm -hmm. Like women have been squashed to feel what they're actually feeling and share it. Um, Just tradition, and men have too, like big time, maybe even more big time. (laughs) But um, when we're not recognizing our own feelings, 
and sharing them with other women to open that door like it kind of like opens a waterfall right like if i've been trained to not talk about my feelings and then i decide to really honor them and share them with another woman and she decides to really honor and share her feelings like sometimes it's more than we're prepared to handle and so we just avoid it right and because we it's easier to just avoid it but that's where all the magic happens really and is. Like we live in a culture that we are such feel women are such feeling creatures, but we don't live in a culture that really is open or accepting to actual feelings. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's intense. It's intense to be really open and honest about what's going on in your life with other women. And I don't feel safe to do that with a lot of women because mm -hmm. It, it can open up a cascade of like, cause, cause I want to share all my feelings and then I want to move forward and learn from them and evaluate them so that I can grow and become a better person. And I can do that with so many women in my life right now, but I never was able to before cause it just kind of got stuck in that. It's interesting. I listen to, it's really hard for me to listen to teenage, the teenage girls do the like complaining, gossiping, talking, chit-chatting, like I want to jump in there and be like, no, stop the whole thing, break it up. <laughs> like, but it's part of their development and I have to just lead by example and let them go through that and learn from that. But like so much of me wants to jump in there and be like, mm -hmm. don't talk about your friends that way. Mm -hmm. And it's not even always harmful. It's not like they're mean you know, those like, can you believe so-and-so? And I'm like, no, <laughs> it's like the hardest thing to let them learn through that. But I have to believe that just, just modeling and then having those conversations when they come up with, mm -hmm. you know, but, um, I don't know how I got there, but that's okay though. I mean, it brings yeah. up a, an interesting point because always like our growth is partly to, you know, facilitate the growth of our children, right. To facilitate, a shorter learning curve for the things that we regret yeah. at taking such a long time to learn, you know? Well, my girls are, so my oldest is 14 and I know I spent many of her early years when she was little hanging out with other women and just kind of like bitching and complaining and, you know, talking junk. <laughs> um, so I didn't know any better then, and she yeah. did absorb, and there's nothing I can do about that now. I'm not going to be hard on myself. It's what I knew, and I've now grown and evolved and am modeling differently, and hopefully it's not too late for her to suck up some of the new modeling, but. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure that it's not. I mean, it's a, it's a shortening the learning curve, you know? Yeah, but I do feel a true difference between the way I model my interactions with other adults now and the way that I did even like five, 10 years ago. So. Okay. So that brings up another interesting question for me. Like, I, I know that things were different, you know, when, when your 14 year old was little and you were in those like quote unquote circles, the way that you described them of women bitching and moaning and commiserating and gossiping and all of that. And you're not now. So like you've changed what has changed within you that 
like why why did you feel the need to change a desire for growth my why yeah (laughs) (laughs) um I I just yeah I guess seeing deciding what I want my future to be because when I was in it before and um when I was in it before I didn't think about the future I didn't think about like what am I creating in this world like what am I creating for my life what am I creating for my children it was just like how am I going to get through today mm-hmm. and when you were thinking how am I going to get through today you don't really make many choices based on like values and and morals and vision and creation and dreams and once you start living the life that you want you start like crafting your life instead of just like reacting to it um everything changes you use a phrase that i think is really powerful and uh it came and went very quickly and i would like to dive into it just a little bit um and you said that you didn't feel safe sharing those feelings and things with women um without giving like detail or anything like that what kinds of things happened in those relate those early relationships um, that weren't what they are now? Like what kinds of things happened that made you feel like it wasn't safe? It was all me too. I want to point out that it, the way I show up is what's changed. Like the, I can, I can be around those same situations. It's just me and how I show up that's changed. No one was doing anything wrong. Like even the culture, the way it is, it's not the way I would choose it to be, but it's not, I I don't want to try and control the culture. I want to try and control how I am in the culture, Mm -hmm. which hopefully will ripple out some change. (laughs) Um, But it's, it's me that's changed, not the situations. I decide to show up differently and intentionally and purposefully. So I feel safe showing up as me. That's what changed. Like the situation is just as hostile out there in the world of like body image and women bashing and like all kinds of junk. I just feel safer showing up Mm -hmm. as me. It's just as unsafe out there in vote in um, cover girl models and advertisements. (laughs) And I feel like it's, it's just as important to point out that it, that the potential for these amazing, transformative, wonderful relationships is also the same. But we now have more access to them because of the work that we've done. Do you know what I mean? Because of the work that you've done personally, you can now access so many of these amazing relationships with women that have always been available. And I think that's yes, the, yes. that's such an important point to make. Like, yes, it's just as hostile and dangerous and and potentially unsafe Mm -hmm. but all of the potential for the great things is also equally there yes yeah so do do the work that we need to do which what on earth is that (laughs) (laughs) it's the whole package right (laughs) it's showing up authentically it's knowing that you know the what you're bringing to the table has an influence on the people that you're trying to be friends with the same way that their behavior will influence you yeah yeah. Yeah. So cool. As we grow and change, our, our interactions with the world grow and change. Yeah. And our perception of the world changes as well. 
Yeah. Um, it reminds me of that parable of, you know, the, the traveler who comes to the gate of a city um, and asks, you know, like, are the, are the people, I've heard that all the people in the city are thieves. Would you find that to be so? And the gatekeeper says, I think you will definitely find that to be so. And then the next traveler comes through and says, I heard that the people in the city were kind and generous. You know, is that true? I, I'm sure you'll find that to be so. Yeah. Um, yeah. So whatever we're bringing into the world, that that is what we are given access to about the world. That came through in, I think, every single coaching call I had with clients this week was like, <laughs> you're going to see what you want to see. Do you want to mm -hmm. see the thieves or do you want to see the kindness? Yes. A good. Cool. And, so and those, we're definitely aligned. If you think the thoughts, I'm going to find the kindness, you're going mm -hmm. to find the kindness. And if you think the thoughts, I'm going to see the thieves, or you're yeah. going to see the thieves. Yeah. It's like when you get a car, a new red car, and everywhere you see Everywhere. Car, reticular like, activator. The science <laughs> of the reticular activator. <laughs> well, I feel like we're, we've been talking for a long time and we haven't, like, we sort of unpacked, like, what didn't feel so good about women's friendships, but we didn't really dive into what does feel so good. Good point, because it does feel so good. Yeah. It, there, it's opened up a new element of my life that like now if I'm not circling with powerful women in love, like I feel the void in my life right now. Yeah. You know, one of my very dear friends, uh, Tatiana, who was also a life coach by her own right, uh, was facilitating a new moon circle for a while that was just a spectacular place of personal growth and support for me oh, and like so just a circle of women and she has moved to the west coast and so that ended a while back and I am feeling that void I'm so I grateful know. that I have this time with you and this podcast and um, some of the other relationships that I have formed in the last year that can kind of um, help me fill that void, but my gosh, do I, do I miss that presence of that, that circle? And that circle was once a month. Right. And so powerful, like mm -hmm. fill your cup for a long, for the rest of the month kind of deal. Absolutely. <laughs> so it doesn't take much to really make a difference, like to, to spend time with women in meaningful, powerful ways. Like it, it fuels you for so long. Like it's, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Before Tara and I started recording this podcast, we were just like cracking up about something silly. And that's what it's about. It's about laughing together. It's about crying together. It's about um, choosing to like go deep together. Mm -hmm. um, it's about leaning in when you need support. It's about yeah. being available and holding space when someone else needs support. Yeah, and being truly witnessed. You know, yeah. that, that's something that always was one of the most powerful pieces of the circle for me was just, you know, like, I, I don't always need feedback. I don't need anyone to fix an issue. You know, I, sometimes all I need is a witnessing so that my reality can be my reality and I can move through it and with it, yeah. you know? And I think that like strong, genuine women can offer that to other women in like the most profound way. It is so amazing just to make eye contact with a friend across a fire and speak your deepest truth in that moment and just have people around you that are willing to hold that with you. It's, yeah. It is so transformative. It and is. yet nothing changes, nothing 
needs fixing, nothing needs, you know, <laughs> there isn't any commiseration needed. It's just witnessing and holding. And yeah, witnessing and holding. it's amazing. It's oh, amazing. Yes, yeah, so I wonder. Uh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was just wondering if there's like a website or something that shares about public opportunities for women to connect. I know there must be. I feel like there has to be, but I, I guess that'll be my ask for today. Is like, do you have a resource? that would help someone if they are desperate for this kind of connection with other women. There must be meetups. There's got to be, right? But I mean, like, I know that our, our fire circle or our new moon circle was not publicized anywhere. It was like, you know, we were there because we were friends with other women that were there and it grew by invitation. So. Yeah. hmm. And I think just starting that is, is a place we can all go. Yeah really taking making an intentional choice to to start those circles like with new friends with old friends with um community with yeah i think it's time (laughs) bring back the new moon circle (laughs) i know right well that that is going to be my ask is listeners where wherever you are where do you source your most supportive women friendships from let's like help everybody think outside the box or even think in the box if they don't have a place right now where do you source it you know is it midwifery groups or you know is there something that someone around you has set up like let's just share some ideas yeah yeah that's my ask hmm good one i'm going with it i'm just gonna all right we have a tandem ask (laughs) where do you where do you source your uh, support and women friendships but anyways amanda i'm i'm so grateful for you as a friend it's been so fun so fun to Mm -hmm. be on this journey and i feel like both of our whys are served when we come together so it's pretty cool i love it okay until next time my friends